Aaron, we need to talk about what happened today. Uh, can it wait? It's late. We're both exhausted. No, it can't wait. This has been building up for days, and tonight was just the tipping point. Fine. What do you want to talk about? I feel like you're not pulling your weight with the kids. I'm overwhelmed. I need more support from you. I'm doing the best I can. I have to work too, you know. I know, but it feels like you're always MIA when it's time to take care of him, and I can't do everything alone. I try my best, but nothing's ever good enough for you. Always finding something to complain about. It's not about complaining. I need you to be there for me and the kids, and I need to feel like we're a team. Yeah, sure. If I'll, I'll just quit my job and become a full-time parent. Will that make you happy? Ugh, that's not what I'm asking for. I just need you to be more present, to help with the kids, to show up. What do you do? This happens late at night? Does this sound familiar? Find out coming up next. Nobody warns you about the potential relationship pitfalls that occur after the arrival of children. You may seem prepared with the nursery items, daycare options, and the state-of-the-art crib, but have you prepared for the added stressors to your relationship? Hi, I'm Miranda, a Gottman-trained couples therapist. And I'm Aaron. I work in the financial industry, and Miranda and I have been partners for over 20 years. And we've had our fair share of ups and downs ourselves sure after have. becoming parents. Join us as we sit with couples sharing their experiences of how love has changed since the transition of children. Whether you are trying to conceive, currently pregnant, already have children, or experience loss and infertility, this podcast will showcase authentic, real couples, just like yourself, who are navigating love after lullabies. I will also share communication tips and tricks from my experience of working in private practice for over 10 years in the state of Oregon that can help maintain and even improve your relationship. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you get something out of today's episode. Today. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, welcome back. Special summer bonus episode. (laughs) What? (laughs) It is super special bonus episode. (laughs) Sorry if I got a little awkward in the beginning, but we're here today to talk about what do you do when you have a fight at nighttime? Mm-hmm. Do you go to bed angry? Do you stay up late to figure it out? Mm-hmm. What do you do? Mm-hmm. Well, I, as you, as many of you know, I'm a couples therapist, so we have this discussion a lot. And whenever I have gone to a wedding, like people, friends of mine have gotten married and we've gone to a wedding, you know how sometimes they have those little cards of like, share your best advice for the new couple? Yeah. Um, And I've had a lot of people be like, what are you going to (laughs) say? And I always put, go to bed angry. Yes. That's something that we personally have been doing for many, many years. Yes. We try and go to bed as angry as often. (laughs) Every other night really is the goal. (laughs) But what I mean by that is, you know, there's there's a dated saying of never go to bed angry. Like always figure out, you know, always resolve your conflict, always repair before going to bed. And... I say hogwash, and I have a lot of reasons why. Yeah. We've talked about this a little bit in some of our other sprinkled-in episodes of where even if, like, I, uh, let's see, Erin Woodruff talked about this, I believe, when her and her partner were angry and, and in a fight, but they were really, really hungry, and, like, they hadn't eaten all day. Mm-hmm. And so I think that plays a part in it, too. It's like sometimes you got to remember to, like, 
you know what, maybe we should table this to where we're in a better position, whether it be hangry or whatever it is. Same, I think the same kind of goes with the nighttime, going to bed angry. Yeah, yeah. And another, I guess, to piggyback off that reason is, have you been drinking? Oh, you know? that's a good that's one. That's going to play a huge part in your communication and your brain functioning. And especially when we are in an argument, oftentimes our brains go to fight or flight mode. And part of our brain is literally not working because what's happening is our... Let's see if I can remember this. It's been a while. Our amygdala is the part of our brain that perceives fear. So if there is fear perceived, like if we're in a fight, then that will go to our hypothalamus. <laughs> it's been so long. And that is going to um, set off our parasympathetic or sympathetic nerve system. So what is happening is we're perceiving our partner as a threat and not to say that our partner is a threat. Sometimes our brain gets it wrong, but the key word is perceived threat. So the way that we've evolved over time, we don't have to worry about saber-toothed tigers anymore coming after us. Like really the only threat is other humans at this point. So um, the way that our anxiety and our brain functioning of our amygdala has not caught up to our evolved way of life yet. So sometimes like we perceive a threat that's not actually like a real threat. Yeah. So the best thing to do is to actually take a break and take care of yourself. And usually your body will go back to its normal state within like 20 to 30 minutes. So right before bed is probably not, you know, the best time to converse. So hence, go to sleep. Yeah. And it's, it's not <laughs> ideal and it sucks trying to go to bed and go to sleep after you're that kind of heated over an argument. It's, I mean, honestly, you're probably not going to have the best night of sleep, but I think it is, there is some clarity to be had the next morning. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've definitely experienced that, you know, without going into to detail about it. Like sometimes when there's a threat, like old parts of ourselves can come out and irrational parts, unreasonable parts. And sometimes we just have to put that part to bed. <laughs> Yeah. Like, you go to sleep, let me tuck you in with a blanket, and we're going to have a discussion in the morning. And there have been times where I've woken up and be like, oh my god, I'm such a fucking bitch. Well, I think there's both been times. We've, we have literally gone to sleep angry, and we've both woken up going, wow, we didn't mean any of it. Yeah. Like, both of us on each side of things. Mm -hmm. And I think in that moment, too, assuming that you sleep okay that night... Um, because that's also a factor. Sometimes if your body's full of cortisol, like you don't sleep very well. Yeah. So assuming that you sleep well, you're able to see things through a fresh lens and you're physically calmed down. So you're actually able to hear what your partner is saying rather than getting caught in that attack defense mode where the only thing you're thinking about is how to respond and you're not actually hearing what your partner is saying. But yeah. Thinking back on, on our fights in the evening time, I think that Really, I can only think of one instance in 20 plus years where the issue continued for a couple days and and then eventually resolved. But so like the majority, 98% of everything, it's mm -hmm. just helped the next morning. Yeah. Yeah. And also it allows you to fully understand your own feelings. I know that I've shared this before. I'm a slow processor. So something could be bothering me, but I... I'm not able to identify 
what it is, what I'm feeling, or why it's such a trigger for me in in the moment. So if I have some space, then I'm able to, to kind of recognize, like, where did that come from? What am I actually feeling? I know that I, at the time I'm feeling very uncomfortable, and my I tend to go to, like, defend mode if I'm feeling uncomfortable to protect myself. So as I'm calm, I'm able to be a little bit more vulnerable of what it was that's actually taking place yeah. for me. As a couples therapist, do you have couples come to you to talk about the fight they just had and help you and you kind of be like the, the not the mediator necessarily, but the voice of reason or sounding board? Do they ever come to you and say, hey, we got in this big fight last night. Help us work through this. Oh, yeah. yeah. All the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's actually nice because I think they enjoy it, too, because I'm able to help them. First of all, they're on typically their best behavior because they're with me, you know. Um, they're not super fully activated, although that can happen. And um, they're able to hear each other's perspectives a little bit more. Yeah. Or I'm able to ask some of those questions that will slow things down a little bit. It has to be nice for them to know there is like an hour, 50 minutes of, of saved space to talk this through. Yeah. You know, out of their day. So they're not, you're, not, you're not necessarily interrupting their other day-to-day activities. Mm-hmm. I, I think another reason why a lot of folks have a desire to figure it out before you go to sleep is that there's a tendency to never talk about it again. So some people get really anxious if it's like, no, we have to figure this out right now because it's too uncomfortable to sit in this place with your partner. It's almost like like a compulsion in a sense, like we have to we have to figure this out now. So I feel secure with you. So if you're listening and that's you, the best thing you could do is to actually make a plan for I know this is uncomfortable. Let's commit to talking about this tomorrow over coffee. And if you have that that time of like, okay, eventually this will be resolved. And here's the key. The other partner has to abide by that. Because <laughs> what could easily happen is like, yeah, we'll talk about this later. And then it's never brought up again because they don't want to cause another fight. And obviously you probably should talk about this before the fight happens. Yeah. Right? Like, hey, when if this happens, mm-hmm. I think this will be a good way to approach it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever feel, I don't think we, you and I have never been in this situation because it's just not our personalities to have to win the battle, right? Like mm-hmm. neither of us feel like we're headstrong right all the time. So where we have to like finish this. Well, I am. Well, okay. that's true. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's why we don't get in many fights because you're always right. <laughs> but do you think that there's people, do you see people in your practice where that could be an issue where... They don't want to go to bed angry because because they have to win this fight now. Like, is that ever a thing? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, that's pretty typical of human behavior. Yeah, so we're not human. We're <laughs> aliens. <laughs> Next week's episode is how we came to planet Earth. and <laughs> <laughs> I think there's, there's like a little twinge in me that like wants to be right sometimes. Like, you can't say that for yourself. Yeah, there's, there's definitely a twinge that I want to be right, but I feel like most of our arguments are centered around I'm right. Yeah. It's it's you're not understanding where I'm coming from. Yeah, and that's true. I need you to buy into this or I need you to do this to support me or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or some miscommunication that's happened. Most of the time it's miscommunication. Yeah. Yeah. 
So yeah, giving yourself some extra time so you could be calm and therefore less critical, less contemptuous, and that you're able to really know what your own needs and feelings are. Hmm. I need you to listen. I need you to hear me. One of my favorite things, I know we're going down so many potential rabbit holes, but if I'm talking to you about my experience, sometimes I need you to like say it back. And I think we do this with each other of like, what did you hear me say? Because we could hear something drastically different than what is actually being said. Like check for understanding. Uh Yeah. Well, I think it comes, that's just part of you and I growing together was a long time ago. I was told that sometimes I just need to listen. Like, I don't need to fix it. I don't need to be involved. But sometimes you just need to say it out loud. And I think that's helped. Yeah. And again, as a certified mental health therapist, you take on so much of other people's, you know, trauma and, and lives. And, and honestly, I'm surprised we don't get in more fights. Because, I mean, as I just couldn't imagine coming home each day having heard everybody else's problems and then like not really like wanting to address our own or your own because hmm. you've, de- you've dealt with it all day well i think it just allows me to appreciate more of what we have hmm. you know of wow there's a lot of hurting folks out there in unfulfilled relationships and oh it really makes me think like i am in like a pretty awesome relationship you know, it's not perfect. None is. But yeah. I think because of that, it helps my mindset around it, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Any other reasons? Any other things we want to check in about? You know you're not always right. I know. We'll talk about it tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> if we were to resolve that, how would we finish that script? Just Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Hey, we're both exhausted. Let's... Let's commit to talking about this in the morning so we can help each other be back on the same team. I think first what we would do is angrily brush our teeth in silence, thinking yeah. about it. I think we both kind of put off. We both we, shut down a little bit. Oh my gosh, we are really good at shutting down. We both shut down. Yeah. And you're usually the one to say something first. After either A, I frantically clean something, <laughs> or... I'm just loud. I'm loud at doing the things I normally do, like slamming a cupboard door or, (laughs) you know, shutting the door or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll normally say something first. Um, Because I am a Taurus and I'm very stubborn. Well, so, and I think, I think we, yeah, so we angrily brush teeth and we probably say something back and forth and bicker a couple more little here and there things. And then, you know, as we get into bed, I feel like our normal routine would just be like, good night, like, Instead of, like, you know, our normal, like, sweet goodnight, love you, da, 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 then it's just, like, goodnight, we turn our backs to each other. And I think it's just at this point in our lives, it's a general understanding. We'll talk about it in the morning. Yeah. I think that we could do better about being intentional of we're on the same page. Let's get back on the same team. Let's talk about it in the morning yeah. rather than our usual pattern. Yeah. But, Agreed. Well. How about this? Any of our listeners not on vacation, not doing their summertime vibe, you want to call our hotline, tell <laughs> us, do yeah. you go to bed angry? Do you have best practices around fight? How do you win a fight? Um, call, <laughs> not about winning, Aaron. Well, yeah, maybe. Call our hotline <laughs> and let us know. Give us some tips so we can uh, 
we can post about it and, and talk about it. So, or, like, do you have the same? I mean, I'm curious to hear if people have the mantra of never to, never go to bed angry and how how do you do that because when you're so heightened you know maybe they maybe there's some amazing tools out there yeah it, they're not it's not easy for sure yeah 503-610-6104 or you can email us loveafterlullabies at gmail.com yeah sounds good all right have fun have fun everyone yeah that's weird <laughs> have fun everyone enjoy the summer All right, we're kicking off in the fall. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't miss anything. Um, Season two is going to kick off in September. Don't know a date yet, but we'll keep you posted. Make sure you follow us on uh, Love After Lullabies on Instagram because that's where we have most of our communication. We've posted some funny videos lately, too. We have? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Some good ones. We try. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone. for listening and your continued support new episodes come out every tuesday please make sure you review and subscribe to our podcast we greatly appreciate it follow us on instagram at love after lullabies and if you want to be on our show come on you know you want to be on it email us at love after lullabies at gmail.com so she got her there's some three ears <laughs>